I hope I could achieve before I turn 30 is to be at peace with myself and to love myself. Welcome back to Midnight O2 Season 2, Episode 7. This is your host, Amy. How's your evening going? I hope you've had a good day because today I'm gonna share something personal again, <laughs> of course. And today's topic is 10 things I want to do before I turn 30. So a few episodes ago, I mentioned that I'm 24 and age doesn't really matter. But I believe people can do more things later on in life. And there's just some things that you would learn and gain as the age goes on. So today I listed 10 things I want to do before I turn 30. And I'd like to share those with you. So first thing first, I want to write another book. <laughs> yes, I am someone who is very greedy and ambitious. For those who know, I published a book in December 2019 and I've been talking about like second book with some of my readers and my publisher. We've talked about if I were to write a second book, what would it be? And a part of me still loves poetry more than everything. But then I'm also pretty open-minded with writing a novel or writing short stories. From what I know, there is not a lot of Asian American writers out there who write um, long novels or short stories. There are, but then there are not as many as other writers from different ethnicity. So I think I'll like to give that a try. But I also love poetry, as you know. <laughs> I can't stress it enough. Anyways, so I would like to write another book. I'm not sure when. I'm 24 right now, so that's still six years before I turn 30. Somewhere in the next six years, I'd like to write a second book, or maybe the third, fourth, maybe. <laughs> I will definitely work on it. And actually, before I was going to write Reborn, I talked with some of my editors, and I talked about wanting to put short stories in the story. But I didn't do that. Because I thought if I were to write short stories, I want there's going to be like a theme that's common among the short stories that I write. So then I decided that later on, I want to publish those short stories somewhere else. So if I do, I'll let you know. <laughs> I love all forms of writings in different mediums. And the second point is... I want to learn another skill, no matter if it's another language, another instrument, or even cooking. I just want to learn something new. You know, I believe we are always learning, even when we're out of school. I believe as human beings, learning is very important. And I am someone who loves learning, even just, you know, outside of school, outside of books. I want new things and new experiences. And I could always find that when I learn something new, no matter if it's instrument or another language. So for those who know me, I've learned the piano for about 15 years. Yeah, I think from when I was age three or four, I was 
forced into learning the piano. And then I learned until the age of 17-ish. Yeah, like I would have lesson every single week. But then, you know, at first I didn't like it. But in the end, I was glad that I was able to read the music sheets because later on it led me to learn how to play the guitar. And I was the one who wanted to learn the guitar. And I learned it and I found it super, you know, joyful. And I love it still until today. And in the future, I'd like to learn how to play the drums or maybe the violin. I've always wanted to learn how to play the flute, but I never got the chance. Actually, when I was at school, the orchestra was looking for new people and I was asking my music teacher, oh, could I play the flute or is there like a spot for it? And then the music teacher looked at my hand and she said, I think it'll be better if you play the cello or something. And then my parents wouldn't let me play the cello, but I wouldn't explain the reasons here. I just wanted to play the flute, so maybe later on I want to learn how to play the flute. Yeah. <laughs> so I think learning is always good, no matter if you're trying to learn how to dance or trying to learn how to do art, how to draw, and how to do painting, all different kind of things. New experiences always bring boring daily life, a little bit of something. And my number three is I want to marry someone I love. And if it's not someone I love, I don't want to marry that person. You might think this is like an obvious statement, but there are so many older friends of mine, they ended up marrying someone they don't love. They feel like they had to get married at age of 30 or when they were about 29 or 28 and their parents would tell them it's time to get married it's time to have babies or else everything your eggs are overdue honestly though i really hate that i don't want to use the word so strong but i still used it because as i said age is just a way for people to categorize I guess categorize each other I still don't understand why we have like ages but I don't want to marry someone I don't love and I want the 30 year old me to know this so remind me <laughs> for those who actually got married with people they don't love their marriage didn't end up well and I don't want to become someone like that so if I don't find someone I love and can't get married before 30, then I wouldn't get married. Mm -hmm. That is me and my <laughs> principle of life. So that was number three. And then the fourth thing that I want to do before I turn 30 is I want to cut off unnecessary people from lives. So I was reading another article my friend sent me about deleting people from Facebook and just deleting people from friend list and everything. For some old friends, it might sound cruel and they might think that, oh, why are you deleting me? But I believe it is important to organize your social circle as well as friend lists. You might think that friend, friend list on Facebook or Instagram doesn't mean anything, but I believe it's important to mentally have the boundaries for friends and for social circle and surround yourself with people who you like instead of people who are different from you. 
But I do think that it's important to have the mindset of meeting new friends and new people. People told me that your best friends are people who you've met in college or high school, and never people you meet outside of school. But I thought that that might not be true for everyone because I've met a lot of great people this year in 2020, and those people turned my 2020 around. And I thought meeting them is one of the best things that happened to me in 2020, and I didn't expect that. But now I see, like I now I understand. I think similar people would automatically attract to each other, like like soulmates, you know. Like you would just know when you click with someone and when something doesn't work out. And I believe it's important to organize the boundaries and the friendships and people relationships, no matter if it's friends or romantic rela- relationships and lives. It's important to organize that. And I expect me by the age of thirty will be able to deal with things much better in a more mature perspective, and no more drama. <laughs> I actually don't have much dramas left when I turned twenties. I used to. Encounter a lot of dramas in my friend groups when I was in middle school, high school. But then after I turned like twenty, I don't get those anymore. But my friends still do in their early twenties. And here comes to the fifth thing I want to do before I turn thirty. I want to spend more time on learning about myself. So it's not like I don't know myself enough when I'm twenty-four. It's more like I want to. Get to know what I want and who I want to become by the age of thirty. In the next six years, I want to learn more about my reaction when it comes to something that makes me angry, something that makes me mad, sad, or happy. And I want to learn how to manage my feelings and emotions much better, and be more independent, as in mentally and financially. That's my goal when I turn thirty. <laughs> I kept on saying twenty. Oh, I'm already past twenty. Time flies for sure. And when I say learn more about myself, also I want to spend more time with myself. And what I mean is lonely time, alone time with myself. People call those like me time, and uh, it does sound a little bit cliche when people overuse it. But I really want to get to know what makes me think certain ways and trace it back to either my childhood or some traumas in my life and just resolve it myself. You know, I think it's always important, and you can always resolve things with yourself, no matter if it's what happened in the past. And sometimes time does help. When time flies and time passes on. It does help you digesting some difficult emotions and feelings that you weren't able to face, and I want myself to be brave and face all the feelings and fear that I've had as a kid, as a young adult.、Mm-hmm. And here comes to number six about what I want to do before I turn thirty. I want to forgive someone who hurt me in the past. So I wrote about if you can't forgive, then you try to forget, and if you can't forgive or forget, you just leave. I wrote about that when I was a little bit younger, but then now I'm 24 and six years away from 30. I want to really be able to forgive someone who brought me 
pain and brought me traumas, you know, no matter if it's in childhood or during the time when I grew up. I believe the scar is always there, but then I should always give time to those bad memories or traumas, let it heal. And as you know, one way of me healing myself is to write, but I would like to sincerely forgive someone because I believe by the time I forgive that someone, I can move on and I can face things more mature and with a better, more peaceful perspective with myself. It's not like I hate the person who brought me the pain. It's more like I want to be able to move on and to be okay with whatever that happened. And I know sometimes people say it's okay not to be okay, but I believe I want to resolve that as well. I also believe the power of forgiving is an energy and a talent. Sometimes people do stuff that are wrong and people hurt each other. I want to be someone who's open-minded and understand the reasons and have the feeling to heal myself, have the energy to not get impacted by someone's feelings or emotions. And I believe nobody is responsible for anybody's feelings or emotions. And I want to be an independent person. I want to be someone who's just here by myself and I can be strong and I can understand how I feel and I can be my biggest supporter as I age. And here comes the seventh thing that I want to do before I turn 30. So for those who know, I'm also an artist in Seattle and I love doing artwork and going to art exhibitions. My artwork was included in three different exhibitions in Seattle in the past few years and I would like to do that again, honestly. I miss the vibe when I was working in art studio and dealing with different art materials and mediums and talking with different artists. To me, those times are healing and the connection, the mental connection, it's something that I really value. So I would like to have another art exhibition. Is that too ambitious to ask for? <laughs> I would like to try different mediums and art world. As you know, I'm someone who's very greedy. I like to do everything. I love art, literature, movies, films, drama, and theaters. So I like to attend, have my work in another art show in the near future. Yay. And then if I do, I'll let you know for sure. And then the eighth thing that I want to do before I turn 30 is I like to have a more global awareness. And when I say global awareness, I don't just mean like politics or like economics. I want myself to have a broader perspective to view the world and view things in general. I want to pay attention to things that are outside of my comfort zone, things and issues and topics that are outside of my countries. And I believe it's important to recognize my own cultural values and biases. If I could point that out, then by the time when I have to make a judgment on something, I could perhaps provide a more equal, a more understanding, a more global view on everything. 
And I think it's important to get to know my personality, as I talked about in the previous point. I want to get to know myself so I could relate myself with different parts of the world, and I think that's very important. And I also thought about traveling and actually visiting different countries as many as possible. And I want to walk to different places by myself, and I want to take different trips. And I believe by interacting with different people, that could bring me different perspectives. And I always like it when people have different views. So I don't like to get into conflicts, but I always want people to prove me wrong. <laughs> I tell that to my friends, and they were like, "What do you mean, prove you wrong?" I mean that I want people to exchange different views and tell me why they think the other way around. And I would ask. Them, why do you think that way? And then we could discuss. And I believe every discussion, every conversation counts on forming a global perspective. I think that's very important, and I would definitely need that as internet gets more convenient, and we could travel to different places, interact with people from different parts of the world on the internet, and maybe through my podcast. I really like to hear and collect stories from different people, different places. And I think long-term wise, a global perspective could help on me giving speeches and my writing, poetry, and podcast as well. And here comes the number nine thing that I want to do before I turn thirty. So I would like to spend less time on social media in general. For those who know me in person, you know I love and love posting pictures and interacting with people on social media, including Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And I spend a lot of time on those platforms. I spend a lot of time choosing the filters, editing videos, and editing photos, just like a lot of girls. <laughs> But I like to just decrease the time of me using social media. I still, perhaps, I believe, from my understanding, prefer interacting with people in real life, like a one-on-one -on -one conversation, sitting down, having phone face down, and talking to each other is something that I really cherish. I cherish those things that take time. I cherish those things that take efforts. For example, like writing. A letter to an old friend, and handwritten letters, handwritten cards, handmade crafts—those little things that take time, which is not little anymore. I think it shows a lot about how a person treats you, and it does show a lot about a person when he or she does those things. And I really like to spend more time outside of social media, interacting and understanding what is real. Sometimes when I overuse social media, I think about: Is this the real me? Is this really who I am? And people really judge too quickly when they scroll through a page, probably give two or three seconds of time, and then they already have different tags on you. They already assume so many different things. If they see pretty photos, they be like, "Oh, she's just a girl that likes afternoon tea." They see pink, and they say this girl is definitely girly, feminine. And if they see like a black and white, they'd be like, "Oh, this is a cool person who likes photography, different styles." But I believe things that we show on social media is not necessarily true. 
And I think people are start to understand this value as more and more influencers post the before and after photos on the social media. And I'm afraid because a lot of young girls, when I say young girls who are in their fifteens uh, or like age of sixteen, they don't know what is real or what is fake on the social media. They just go in there and expect the future them should look like that. And this comes back to the topic I always talk about, about how a girl feels about body and how that relates with a girl's confidence and how media and entertainment world are portraying what a woman should look like. And I have a lot to say about that. I think every girl is beautiful in her own way, and I believe social media sometimes doesn't do it justice on it. And I really want to change that. But you know, social media is also one click away. It's one click away for me to share my work and share my voice with the world. So I feel really conflicted on this, and hopefully, I want myself to reach a balance, to know what is real and what is not real, and what is important and what is not important by the age of thirty. And maybe about that time, we probably. Would use something that's not Instagram or Facebook. There's gonna probably gonna be another platform, you know. Like years ago, I remember people in the states we use Snapchat a lot, and these days my friends don't really use Snapchat anymore, and a lot of people don't use Facebook like when we did years and years ago. And before Facebook, there was、uh, MySpace, there was MSN, and different kind of things. Oh, that does show how old I feel. <laughs> But later on in the world, we would definitely experience more and more. And this reminds me of the Netflix series Black Mirror. There's a lot of episodes in the Black Mirror that talk about technology and cold violence and the results that come from it. And I hope we as human beings don't end up somewhere. That rely on technology too much. That rely on building this perfect image of us too much. Because we're just human beings, and none of us is perfect. We're just all ordinary people who do things that make us happy. Hopefully, at least I try to do what makes me happy. And it's always happy for me, wonderful for me to see when other people are choosing something they like. I can't stress this enough. Lately, I've met a lot of new friends, and there's a musician that I met. I really like how when she sings, her eyes just shine so much, and she talks about her passion in music. And we talk about, and we exchange different styles of songs, and we talk a lot, a lot about music and the process of writing songs. For her, it's writing songs. For me, it's writing poetry. But the ideas are very similar. And we were on the same page about chasing dreams is never easy. People laugh at us, and we have to sacrifice a lot of things in the back that people don't see. People could probably just see us on the stage, either me giving a speech, her performing a song, but they don't see how much efforts, and they can't imagine a lot of things that we have to sacrifice, including time with our families and. Sometimes you know, even like financial pressure and a lot of things, but we never went into arts and humanities for the fame or for the money. We just do it because that's where our soul belongs to, 
And lately, I really felt that from the deep of my heart, and I wanted to share that with you. I think it's definitely so attractive, so wonderful for someone to do what they like, and I hope you could find that something that sparks your heartbeat. I really hope. And last but not least, the last point. I hope I could achieve before I turn thirty is to be at peace with myself and to love myself. And when I say to love myself, it sounds cliche again. I know, but I want to accept myself for who I am, and who I am later on, who I will be. So I don't want to live with regrets, and I don't have many regrets lately in life for the past four years once I turned twenty. There's a lot of girls around me. They still say they have regrets. They wish they could have done it, and I'll ask them, "Why didn't you do it if you already thought that way a while ago?" And then they said they were afraid, they were nervous, they considered too much, and then they missed important timing. They missed an opportunity. And I remember growing up, my mom always tells me, "Be prepared, so when the opportunity comes, you can catch it." And you could shine, and she always tells me that before I was about to give a speech or something in front of a crowd, and I never felt nervous on the stage. More like I need a stage to shine. I feel like it sounds very arrogant and cocky, but I love it, and I know I'm someone who wants to be on the stage. I want to be someone who inspire people, and I want to be someone who send the messages out to. Young people, especially young souls, I want to be that someone who I couldn't be years and years ago, when I was in my dark phase in life. <laughs> and I really want people to hear things that I couldn't hear when I was at their age, like fifteen, sixteen, when I was lost and trying to be an adult, trying to find out what adult, adults' world is about. So, I think it's very important. And by the age of thirty, I really look forward. To becoming someone who's mature, who's kind, who knows way more and better managing time and emotions and feelings spent on relationships that are valuable and things that are important in my life. I know I will keep writing and keep doing podcasts and giving speeches, hopefully to more people and different audiences in the world. So I will come back and do a reflection on if I achieved all these ten things or not when I turn age of thirty, and please stay with me if you're curious to find out. So I'll do a quick recap for myself: ten things I want to do before I turn thirty. First, write another book. Second, learn another new skill. Third, marry someone I love. If it's not someone I love, I won't marry. Fourth. Cut off unnecessary people from lives. Fifth, spend time on learning about myself. Sixth, forgive someone who hurt me in the past. Seventh, have another art exhibition. Eighth, to have a more global awareness and perspective. Ninth, spend less time on social media. Tenth, be at peace with myself and to love myself. And I'm curious to know what your list would be. Hopefully, this podcast episode inspire you to write th- some things down. And I'm really just, you know, curious to find out what your list would be. And if you're already at age of thirty, 
tell me about it. You could do a list like things I want to do before I turn fifty, things I want to do before I turn like forty. And please email me your list and exchange your thoughts with me in my email or inbox. I would definitely read them and get back to you. And again, my email address is a h c p o e t r y at gmail dot com. And my Instagram is a h c p o e t r y. So a h c poetry. You could simply find me there, and also about all the information you need for the podcast and my updates in life. And thanks again for tuning into Midnight O Two. I am your host Amy, and I will see you next week. Have a good night.